You're listening to a podcast of the Five for Fighting show on SportstownChicago.com. In case you missed yesterday's show, here's what you missed. Welcome back into Five for Fighting on SportstownChicago.com. And right now we're about to dig in and talk everything Edmonton Oilers as we go over to the Illinois Media School hotline. That's where we find Rob Serrera, Edmonton Oilers contributor for HockeyWriters.com. Rob, how are you to you? How are you today? I'm good, man. Yourself? I'm good. Thanks. Thanks for joining us today. Oh, my pleasure. Now, coming into the season, the Oilers were a team with a lot of excitement around them. Where are, what is the expectation for this team this year? Well, it kind of depends on who you were talking to. The realistic expectation coming into the year was hopefully they could battle, stay in the playoff race for most of the year. Best case scenario, finish in that you know, 10 to 12 range in the West. Now, were there some people thinking they could push for a playoff spot? Sure. Those people were out to lunch. Um, and in order for that to happen, everything was going to have to fall into place. And as we've seen over the first month and a half of the season, uh, that hasn't occurred. So, Now, speaking of excitement, a lot of excitement has been around Oilers' first-round draft pick, Connor McDavid, before he was injured. What did you see out of his game that should have Oilers fans excited about the future of this team? Um, you know what? It took him a couple of games, um, I think, just to get his feet wet in the NHL and just with the whole situation being what it is. And the fact the Oilers opening a uh, week and a half of their schedule was pretty difficult with four really difficult road trip uh, road games, I mean, sorry. Um, but every, between probably game five and then when he got hurt against the Flyers, uh, the kid's pretty special. Um, we all knew anyone who's watched him play knows the offensive, you know, ability that he has. The skills are out of this world. Um, but to be quite honest, the the kid's 200-foot game is pretty staggering. He, he comes all the way. He goes, you know, goal line to goal line already uh, at the age 18. And uh, there were times when he was already this, the best player on this team. Um, so the future is definitely bright, especially with some of the pieces that were here already. We're talking with Rob Serrera, Edmonton Oilers contributor for thehockeywriters.com. You can follow Hockey Writers on Twitter at thehockeywriter. You can also follow Rob on Twitter at Euler underscore drop. Hey, Rob, uh, continue with the talk with McDavid. Uh, since his injury, the Oilers have been on a, been struggling. Who is someone that needs to step up while McDavid is out? Uh, it, it's kind of a catch-22 because, to be quite honest with you, since McDavid's got hurt, They've actually played not bad. They're playing pretty well. Yeah, the Drysaddle and Hall tandem are like carrying them, but and they've had the flu hit the team like last game against LA. Reg, uh, Nugent Hopkins was out. Um, they, they just don't have the horses. So yeah, you, you can ask that guys have to step up, but when you're looking at a you know a bottom six forward grouping that has Mark Letestu and Anton Lander at center. It's just hard for them to compete in the West, right? Like, they have no offense from their bottom six. So, I guess you can say the bottom six has to step up, but it's it's kind of difficult for them the way they're currently structured, that if you take out a guy like McDavid, there's there's really no one to, you know, to jump in and, and fill that, that hole. Now, the Oilers have been on a two-game losing streak heading into a tough matchup versus the Blackhawks at home. What do the Oilers have to do in order to win this game? Well, they need some decent goaltending to start off with, right? Um, Talbot, as everyone knows, who's followed the Oilers at all, has struggled over his last, uh, I'd say, five to six starts. Um, 
Anders Nielsen has been so-so. He's been really good at times, average others. My guess is you guys will see Nielsen in net tomorrow. Um, if they get good goaltending and they can try and keep Chicago under wraps to a degree, you know, it seems like the Hawks always find ways to, to you know, have their way with the Oilers just because I, I think the fact that the Oilers' back end is what it is and their lack of depth at center um, allow Chicago to kind of, you know, freewheel a little more at times than they might against other teams, especially in their own division. So if the Oilers can get decent goaltending, um, be productive on the power play, uh, you never know. They, them and Chicago always play decent games, so it should be entertaining one way or the other. Talking with Rob Serrera, Edmonton Oilers contributor for thehockeywriters.com. You can follow the Hockey Writers on Twitter at thehockeywriters. You can also follow Rob on Twitter at Euler underscore drop. Now, do we see Taylor Hall, who leads the Oilers in points, making an impact uh, tomorrow night? Uh, well, he's been their best player pretty much, you know, from start to finish this year. He had a couple of so-so games to start the year, but the guy's pretty special. I know some people like to rag on him, and they like to go into the Tyler Taylor debate for whatever reason, but people who watch the Oilers and actually pay attention, uh, the, ki- the kid's developed into quite a player, and he's one of the best handful of left-wingers in the game today, whether people want to give him credit for it or not. He's the lone driver on this team right now. Whenever he hits the ice, the Oilers are a threat, and like a, as I previously mentioned, the chemistry him and Dreisaitl have formed, especially over the last week to ten days, maybe two weeks. Uh, they're a handful, man. They they gave the Kings all they can handle, and generally the Kings, you know, mop up the Oilers for fun. So those, that tandem, even with Teddy Purcell on the wing, um, they gave them all they could handle. So I'm assuming Chicago will have to deal with much of the same tomorrow night. Now you said Nielsen's going to be in a goal, correct? That's my guess. Yeah, they haven't they haven't confirmed it, but that would be my guess. Talbot struggled quite a bit um, against the Kings on Saturday, so that's the guess I'd say. Uh, could Talbot start for sure? But my I'd say you guys are probably better bet of seeing Nielsen, who had started for the past five. Um, by the sounds of it, too, um, it sounds like uh, Reinhardt will be out on the back end. So you guys will be looking at a the the defense you guys will be facing will be um, Sakara. Uh, Nurse, Clefbaum, Fane, Davidson, and uh, Griba. So Reinhardt will be out, and Schultz isn't back from his injury yet. So, Talk with Rob Serrera, Edmonton Oilers contributor for thehockeywriters.com. You can follow the Hockey Writers on Twitter at thehockeywriter, and you can follow Rob on Twitter at Euler underscore drop. All right, Rob, the last time the Oilers and the Blackhawks uh, played each other, the Blackhawks were able to score two goals in the first and the third. Uh, Blackhawks ultimately won that game 4-2, to two. What did the, the Oilers learn in that game that they can be used tomorrow night's game? <laughs> Try to get off to a better start and get a save early. Because uh, to be quite fair, Edmonton was by far and away the better team over the last 40 minutes. Um, that being said, you know, I'm sure Chicago kind of took their foot off the gas pedal a little bit. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, more, it's, it's very similar when it comes to the Oilers in Chicago. Their games are if the Oilers manage to stay in it early or if they can happen to chip in an early goal, um, they usually can hold their own. So, yeah, they get a save or two, maybe an early goal. They can hold their own. Though, to be fair, um, last game they played, Crawford played quite well. You know, I thought he was a difference. He, he, was, a, he was outstanding. And uh, though the Oilers did, like I said, press over the final two periods, he was really good. Also, the last time these two teams met, uh, the Blackhawks were without Duncan Keith. How difficult will Keith make it on the Oilers tomorrow? Oh, I'm sure rather, you know. <laughs> 
the guy's one of the best defensemen in the league. You know, your guys' top three on the back end are pretty good, uh, to say the least. And, you know, I, I've watched a couple of uh, Hawks games over the last week or so, and, you know, he seems to be rounding back into form pretty well. Um, but he's a great defenseman, right? He, uh, he'll definitely cause issues for them for sure. That said, hopefully there's still a little bit of rust there, and, you know, the Oilers can take advantage of it in uh, Chicago zone. Now the Oilers play the Blackhawks at Rexel Place in Edmonton. As we mentioned, tomorrow puck drop is at 8.30. Simply put, who wins the game and why? <laughs> Did I put you on the spot a little bit there? Nah, not at all. You have to say Chicago. Like, come on. Um, you know, I, uh, first game back from a road trip is, for most teams, traditionally a tough game. It's always been a tough game for the Oilers, going back to even their heyday. Um, but, yeah, you, you have to pick Chicago. The Oilers are, you know, I wouldn't say they're due for a win. They beat Anaheim, what, two games? They lost the last two games on their trip against Arizona and L.A. So, you know, I'm just hoping for a tight game, right? If the Oilers stay in it, you never know, but you have to side with the Hawks for sure. All right, Rob, thanks for the insight on the Edmonton Oilers. We look forward to all your good stuff on thehockeywriters.com. No worries, guys. Thanks for having me on. Take care and good luck with the show. Thank you. That was Rob Serrera, Edmonton Oilers contributor for HockeyWriters.com. Really got some good insight into a lot of things. He, he really broke it down tooth and nail on pretty much every aspect of the game. And as long as it's a tight game, as he said, anything can happen. Anything can happen, Sean. It, it was definitely insightful. Sorry, I had an itch on my leg there. No, it's cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I really enjoy a lot of these uh, hockey interviews that we do because – I know right now, for me at least, I mean, Jumbo's all into hockey right now. Me, I'm still in my football mode. I'm, yeah, I'm all, I'm, all, so. I'm, I'm all in on hockey right now. And, man, just that, that, that interview went really well. And I, I really got some insight. And I'm excited because he, he pretty much broke down who's going to be playing defense, who's going to be in goal, what we can expect from the Oilers, what what's good about Connor McDavid, who more or less a lot of people have said is the next coming of the great one. So I, I really enjoyed a lot of the stuff he said, and I really feel like I learned a lot. And when, when, we, when we do these interviews, Sean, I feel like if I learned something, that all our listeners learn something. 